ponchos, lemon heads, my dad's boat. You won't go down cause my dick can float. We sail around the world and go port to port. Every time I come, I produce a quart. Put on your life vest, let's drop anchor. There's a nice lady who I like to spank her. Your mom's yeah. hair. You'll be amazed when I come in your hair. Yeah. Pull up the anchor, cause we're leaving dry land. Get below deck with a tick in your hand. Anchor us away and shiver me timbers. We like to fuck ladies with our eight inch members. Love me hookers who be a curvy. Ain't had lemons and limes, so contracted the, the scurvy. scurvy. Drop the anchor, give that hoe a shout. Cause I'm using my compass to find a nappy dugout. Welcome to another episode of the Surly Horns podcast. We're here with none other than Gunner Helm. We need to get a nickname for you, bud. I know. I need one desperately. What? What? Do you have one? Do they? You know who? They just call you Gunner straight up. They don't have um, GH or something. When I'm not messing up on the field and I'm on Sark's good side, it's Gunny. But I like Gunny. That's a good yeah. one. What is it? What if? It, what? What is it when you do fuck up? Uh, fuck up. it's fuck up yeah exactly probably a little, hear you little shit, it, but yeah. yeah we we all heard that bo davis video yeah exactly <laughs> i was sitting right next to him on that bus were you really yeah, oh when, wow i would have been terrified the, I when he banged on like the overhead thing that was like my overhead thing that's hilarious yeah i would have pissed my fucking pants i would have been yeah. terrified <laughs> Obviously, Gunner did not think it was a joke because he did not get in the motherfucker. Yeah. No. <laughs> Stayed out of the transfer portal. <laughs> does Jeff Banks uh, yell at you guys like that ever, or is that does he let the monkey handle that? Um, no, I mean on the field, if it, it, like team run, we have we have this thing called team run. It's just nine on seven, so it's just full speed, like a full speed defense against offense just running drill like the defense knows it's a run play so you know you're screwed when you try to insert and pull and all that because they know it's gonna be a run so you can't do shit so they just come up and let you up but um i mean if we get off the ball late in that kind of drill um or some something happens we use bad technique we get beat something though he he'll he'll cut he'll let it loose on us for sure <laughs> and then and then we'll get back to the sideline and he'll completely like change his mood and he'll be like does that make sense? Does, does it make sense why you do this instead of this? But I mean, no, it's, it's it's never like horrible. I've seen him yell a lot during like the special teams periods, though. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. Well, luckily, y'all are fucking awesome at special teams. So that yeah. I guess that helps. <laughs> so, um, Gunner, we, we've talked to you a bit and met you offline and not in the podcast uh, capacity. Why don't you tell the, the listeners a little bit about you just where you're from, uh, what you're about, uh, what you're studying at UT, why you chose UT, all those things. And then food. <laughs> and then we'll talk about food. So um, I'm Gunnar Helm. Uh, I'm about to be a sophomore tight end. 
Uh, I'm from Inglewood, Colorado, went to Cherry Creek High School, won back-to-back state championships, never lost a game that I started in high school. Um, Committed to the University of Texas almost two years ago today um, and been loving it ever since. Um, Came to Texas for the alumni network, football tradition, um, and life after football. Solid. What are you studying? Uh, Communications right now. What's the plan? You know, obviously after NFL, all that broadcasting kind of stuff. Is that what you're looking yeah, for? I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> That's probably smart. Yeah. I I was a history major and uh, now I sell stuff because I realize you people that have history majors don't get paid shit. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, the listeners can't see, we don't post the video from these podcasts, but behind you, you've got, um, some some other stuff right so you've got some baseball caps you've got plenty of basketball stuff are you an all-around type of sports guy and you just play football what what's the the spectator gunner like uh whenever he's watching um a lot of people don't know this about me but being from colorado they probably understand i'm a huge huge avalanche fan um congrats no, I have. Uh, yeah, thank hats. you very much. I was about to say I ordered like two hats and four shirts, and all the guys at the facilities are like, "How you know how many, how much shit did you order?" But you gotta you gotta um, tell everybody on the podcast what your dad did. Oh, I did the same thing. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, we didn't get a picture of that. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. I mean, you drank you drank water out of the cup, but your father yeah, drank uh yeah beer out of the cup. You got to drink out of the cup. That's like the coolest shit of all time. Yeah, it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> it's so cool. That's until this until this year's bowl game. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm like yeah. trying. I'm like trying to do research. Like, what 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 bowl game trophy has like a cup? Something to that nature. Well, yeah, I don't think you. Well, they don't. I was gonna say you can't drink out of a crystal football, but they they literally change from the best trophy in sports, the crystal football, to like just some random generic thing you can get off of Amazon. But yeah, <laughs> you could like beer luge off of that thing. I think at least. You know, yeah. well, there's a, the citrus bowl, right? But the citrus bowl sucks now. Doesn't yeah. It, it used to be like good. Orange bowl, yeah. Orange bowl. No, but the orange bowl isn't an actual orange bowl, right? The citrus bowl like came with like stuff in it. I think the orange bowl is like, it has like its own trophy. It's not actually. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't. I know what Whatever. you drink out of the hat. You got to drink out of the red river hat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be fucking oh, cool. That, yeah. Let's gotta start that tradition. Gotta win it first. No, no. Got to win it first. We, you know what we'll do is Surly Horns. Take it, we'll bring take it by force. Yeah, we'll, we'll get the hat. We'll bring a keg and everybody can just, just we'll, we'll just be pouring <laughs> beers out of the hat for every player on the team. I have a Surly Horns event. <laughs> yeah, we don't care. We'll do it. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about food. Uh, I don't know if you're a food guy, uh, but we are definitely food people. So um, what's your go-to food since you're from Colorado coming to Austin different food game right different food culture there's still like I think there's a smash burger here and there in Austin right so there's a few like Colorado adopted chains that started up there yeah non-Colorado food I never would (laughs) smart I'm sure I have I'm sure I have at one point in my life but (laughs) so what what uh Texas or Austin food have you grown to to love or fallen in love? Oh, um, I mean, I love I love Cabo. Like, if it's something like quick, I go to Cabo. But I'll go to Cabo Bob's like every day. Solid. Nice. I go there so every good. day. 
I mean, I have gone there every day, but... Um, Which tortilla? Oh, Which tortilla? Important question. Which either, tortilla either just basic buttermilk flour or the ancho chili. Dude, the ancho is ancho the chili. Fucking, it's the one. It's so fucking it's good. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, it's good. That's the one. But, so what? Tell us your tell us your burrito order. I assume that uh, you get a burrito, not taco. Well, now but. I got to get bowls because they're trying to make me lose body fat. Oh, no. Just body fat percentage. I mean, I got back down to the weight that Banks wants. Now they're trying they're to moving, They're splitting you out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hopefully we got the guys. But um, probably just go basic white rice, black beans, chicken, um, cheese, guac, lettuce, and then extra jalapeno. Nice. That's my spicy go-to. boy. I mean, I'll go there, there every day and eat that. Nice. Well, that's probably why they're trying to get you. You know, it, that may be <laughs> a little bit of carb loading. I don't yeah. know, but yeah. but you sure you burn the calories off, right? So, like you yeah, said, you're exactly. The Trust me, especially with the stuff we're doing right now. So, what's been the biggest life change? You know, moving from Colorado down to Texas, and you know, like you mentioned too. Um, you know what what's obviously y'all went from winning everything to last season wasn't wasn't as great what's what's been you know the fan reaction to that plus you know just basic life experiences uh you know moving from colorado down here besides being hot as fuck yes i definitely um i mean every every major sports in my opinion is gonna have fans that are kind of just on the bandwagon to be on the bandwagon and they hate you when you suck they love you when you're great but I think every major sports team has a huge group of individuals that are true fans and loyal fans. And I think that Texas really does have a large group of individuals because they've been around since, since forever. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it's easy to get caught up with, I mean, put in quote, like the fake fans, but I mean, that's not a whole lot. I'm not going to touch on a whole lot about that. I think that, that our fans are some of the best in the country, to be honest with you. And I might not be agreed with, I'm not just saying that because I'm biased, but I truly do believe that, um, mm-hmm. you know, being a part of a winning football team. I mean, you could, you could argue it's like, yeah, it's Colorado high school football. But if you look at some of the guys that are coming out of Colorado, I mean, we had just on my team alone, we had our, one of our corners went to Iowa state miles purchase. Um, our other corner went to Wisconsin, Al Ashford, uh, our center went to Rutgers, our edge went to Missouri, um, receiver went to CU and started there. Um, so, and we all played as freshmen other than Al, he got shoulder surgery, but I mean, there's guys like that and miles, little brother, Blake, he's a four-star edge. And I think he's going to announce his commitment pretty soon. Um, one of our linebackers that was, uh, two years younger than me just committed to Kansas. So, um, I mean, there's there's talent in Colorado, and I think it's getting overlooked for sure. But um, I think coming from a program like that and being around guys that have won national championships like Jaleel and last year it was Ray and also like Ben Davis, they just said, you know, it's it's all it's got to be all player led. You got you got to get to a point where the coaches can't want it more than yep. and you got to You got to stick to Davis. <laughs> yeah. Um, and did I say Bo Davis? No, no, you said Ben. Oh, okay. I was about to say. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. I'm saying back to Bo Davis's speech. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Player-led versus coaches-led. Sorry. No, yeah. So that's just kind of been our emphasis. We're trying to become more of a player-led team. We have accountability groups and a whole shirt system. I don't know if you guys have heard about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you haven't heard that, right? What? Have you heard that shirt system that they have? I don't. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Tell the folks. So um, we have three different shirts. We have an orange dry fit shirt that says, you know, protect the team on the back and, and Texas football on the front or something like that. Or protect the teams, our first, you know, team rule. 
And then um, if you miss class or a tutor session or lunch or you're late to a workout or you miss a workout, you get demoted to a gray shirt. And it's just some basic gray, not Nike, just basic shirt that says Texas football and orange riding. And if you keep missing stuff and keep missing stuff and keep missing stuff, then you get eventually you get demoted to a just a plain white T-shirt. And so. You know, it's the the whole point of accountability groups. We have commanders and co. Um, it's like you there's a draft, so you go through and you pick who you want on your accountability team, and then um, you kind of got them for the summer and just try to do your Nobody best. Nobody wants to be left off that team, I'm sure. No, no, last yeah, pick, no. last guy holding the volleyball. Yeah, that's seriously, uh... yeah. But um, yeah, there's like a winner at the end, and you get points, extra points if you go to an extra tutor session, or you know, um, get almost setting you guys up to be, you know, to make your own decisions, to make yourself be leader because it's yeah, it's accountability more than it is, you know, it's it's self accountability more than the coaches holding you accountable. Uh, yeah, for sure. sounds awesome. No, that's cool. So getting on more fun subjects, um, if you so obviously you're a burrito guy, um, what's what. If you had to take one food from Colorado and bring it down to Austin, what do you miss the most about being back home? I mean, there's not really a certain food that's just up there and not down here, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah, nothing even comes to mind. I mean, everything that's up there is down here, really. So you're not, have you had, you know, good barbecue experiences down here that you can really get up there? No, you don't really get much good barbecue experience up there. What's your, what's been your favorite (laughs) so far here? Um, I guess Terry Black so far, but yeah. I mean, trying to get Hayden to go with me to San Antonio because he, try, he keeps trying to tell me that the best barbecue in Texas is Pinkerton's. He knows. He yeah. knows. I know. He I'm knows. like, if I'm going to trust anyone, it might as well be Hayden. Well, Hayden's told you what he has literally over the cash register at the one in Houston, right? He's got a big old picture of himself eating a rib every time yeah. we go to Pinkerton's. Grant's one of our boys. Obviously, he's a big Longhorn guy. Yeah, and you haven't been to his San Antonio restaurant. It is ridiculous. It I is- saw a picture of the of the brisket mac and cheese, and I was like, "Wow, I need to make this trip like right now." It's so he has a thing. It's called the Thick and Hearty Sandwich. It's a sour. It's a jalapeno cheddar sourdough bun with chopped brisket, thick slices of bacon, grilled onions, and then. And when he says thick slices sauce. of bacon, it's thick with two C's. Like the thickest fucking bacon you'll ever see in your entire life. It is the best sandwich you'll ever eat on this fucking planet. I swear to God. And Greg just made that up. He just pulled it out of his brain. He was hungry for lunch one day and was like, what do I got? And he just threw together this insane sandwich. And then they were like, we have to fucking. When I hear shit like that, like the type of things these dudes are doing at these barbecue places, it's like, I don't even know how to put my thoughts. You take the first bite and you all you taste is brisket, onion, and then that you get that crunch from that bacon, it, the softest roll you'll ever eat. Like I'm thinking about driving to San Antonio right now. Like I'm thinking I'll make it there. I'll make <laughs> I know, it like, open. Like we got to figure this out before camp when we're gonna go down there. I mean, yeah, we'll absolutely. Probably come, back, probably come back five, six pounds heavier than we were, but. Well, so the original plan for the burn ends dinner was probably gonna be like bussing you guys down there. Um, yeah. and us meet y'all down there. Like we were gonna get oh, a party yeah. bus for y'all, a party bus for us. And then go there and back. Um, That would have been sweet, yeah. And then Rick and I got really fucking lazy, and we decided we're meeting at Matt's El Rancho on a Wednesday afternoon. Because <laughs> I don't know that lazy. I got is kids. The, the... We got kids, and we're doing like some really other big nil shit too. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's let's talk about life outside of football a little bit. So, 
how has living in a city like Austin been for you? Has have you gotten to to go out and experience the city much, or has it really been just a, a really huge focus on football, um, even in the spring and and most of the summer and stuff? Have you gotten a, to go out there and and get to know the city and go do stuff like you know go out on Lake Travis or Lake Austin or how hike Mount Bonnell, go to the Green Belt? Have you done any of that stuff? Um, played a decent amount of golf. So, um, you know, I love uh, summertime. Go with Cade? Um, no, I haven't gone with Cade. I'll go with, uh, like Charles Wright and Michael Taft and guys like that. Um, I just golfed with Brock Meyer and, and Quinn and Charles the other week. So that was good. Um, Where did play? we played at, uh, Barton Creek. Nice. Always yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I figured. I figured. You know, you got that burn in cash in your pocket, and you got to spend it at yeah. Creek instead of playing. You know, Lady Bird Johnson Municipal is what I usually play. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, yeah. I mean, I guess the going out and stuff kind of comes in intervals. I mean, obviously, you don't want to get too caught up with that stuff. Spring balls happening, and um, and obviously going into the season like fall camp, uh, was kind of a distraction, but. Um, you know, once spring ball kind of ends and uh, you're nearing kind of summer break, I guess that's kind of the point where, um, you know, a lot of guys go out. But getting closer to the season, I definitely see a lot of guys start to get locked in and kind of locked down a little bit. I mean, it's a whole different group than it was last year. Awesome. Oh, so there's I mean, yeah, I mean, we know from just looking at the roster, right, the names on the roster, just sheer number of names that have changed from year to year is. Yeah outrageous but um do you, do you think that uh right the staff has got you know they, they've talked about it they're a lot more comfortable blah 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 um we'll ask you about that and see if that's you know Steve as well and then what do you think about this new class coming in I don't know how much you follow recruiting um it sounds like you, you're still tuned in a bit um especially from what you're talking about some of your old teammates and, and such but do you follow recruiting very closely uh, at Texas? Um, um, and then what are your what are your kind of thoughts on the twenty two yeah. class that just came and, and the twenty three class that signed? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of knew that was going to happen before it did. But um, you know, he grew a strong bond with with the guys that he was with when he was here, and um, you know, I threw with him when I went home to Colorado and, um, you know, there was a lot of things that I guess he just loved about Texas and a lot of recruits wanted him to be the guy to build a class around. And so I think that when he committed, it was kind of game over for a lot of guys. And, um, and I think that they just kind of hopped on the Texas wave, which I think it should be like this every year. You know, we should be Thanks. top 10 at the, you know, top 15 at the very least. And I mean, especially at a school like Texas, um, great talent and great coaching. I think he's the guy that, you know, is leading this 23 charge and, and he's comfortable and he has great relationships with a lot of guys on the team already. So I think he'll be doing just good. Is, is Quinn acting like a, a guy from a 22 class, even though he signed in 21 or, yeah, or is he, I keep forgetting that like he's like, he's like my age now. Dude. I keep forgetting yeah. that. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I don't really know. I, th I think he's close with everyone on the team, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, guys have their groups of guys that they hang out with, but, I mean, you're also around the team every single day out of the year, essentially. So, um, <laughs> with all that we, we do, uh, like, what Sark changed this year is on Wednesdays, um, we come in and we have a team meeting, and Sark kind of tells us, like, the exercise we're going to do for the day. And it's not football. It's like, um, uh, it's like, 
it's just like team building. So we do exercises. Like one of our exercises, they'll break us into different rooms and it'll be just random every week. So one of the exercises, for instance, was like, what was the best day of your life and why? And what was the worst day of your life? And, you know, it's like some guys would say, well, the best day of my life was when I committed and the worst day was when my mom died or something like that. So having that vulnerability to, you know, your teammates and coaches sitting in the room with you, I think that goes a long way in trust. And, um, you know, you can't win championships without chemistry and trust so i i love what he's doing on wednesdays with us now that's awesome yeah i mean that's that's one of those things that kind of gets lost in the shuffle um with you know team building uh, especially in the age of the transfer portal it's like guys coming in and out constantly you know you don't really get to know to the you get to know the guy next to you and i guess kind of trust the guy next to you and understand where he's come from and what you know the opportunities in front of him mean to him so it is you know, stuff like that's awesome to me as somebody that, you know, builds teams and 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 gets to hear some of that kind of stuff, because you never know, you know, somebody's personal experiences besides what you experience together. So it's nice to know um, kind of how deep that goes back. And uh, yeah, anyway, that's awesome. That's 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 really cool. Yeah. And going back to that, it was like I think our first ever day doing it was, you know, tell your life story. Mm. And there was some stuff I could have never even guessed about some people and it was like the amount of trust they had in us already just to tell us some of the stuff that some of these guys have been through it was like wow like I, I can go out and play right now from this like I'm motivated to play right now for this guy so yeah I mean and you know not to bring it back to me but um as well as Rick but you know we had um some NIL stuff where it's like you don't understand where these guys come from and what some of this NIL stuff means to people um, and how impactful it can be moving forward. And that's why, you know, we wanted to start the burn ends and encourage people to sign up for the burn ends. Um, you know, not to say that player was a burn ends member, but um, we, you know, we really wanted to make an impact with you guys um, because I remember what it was like as a, as a college kid. And, you know, some of those people didn't have it as well as I did. And just because, you know, I could go and get a job at Wingstop where you guys don't have a fucking ounce yeah. of time. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Austin is so goddamn expensive now. Ridiculous. Combo Bob's is like a fifteen dollar burrito. Are you? Fucking I know. It's crazy. <laughs> so, if you could, we're gonna get back, right? You said golf, um, but if you if you couldn't play football, right? Not not because like you're physically unable or whatever, right? Just for some reason, in this hypothetical situation, you weren't allowed to play football at a competitive level. What? sport would you pursue to play at a competitive oh um probably lacrosse to be honest was a big lacrosse guy growing up won a state championship my sophomore year so going back to that also like back in high school um i lettered in three sports as a sophomore Damn. you know at, at a, i mean it doesn't sound too you know impressive because all these dudes are doing this at schools in texas but i mean creek and colorado is a big school i mean you got I don't even know how many kids we have, maybe around 5,000, something like that. So did you play three, what, you played lacrosse, football, and? Basketball. And basketball. What What did you play in basketball? Like a power forward type. Can you dunk? Yeah. You can still <laughs> Yeah, of course you can dunk. There's a couple videos on my Twitter. We'll, we'll be retweeting those and making sure. Yeah. And then we're going to check you every single year to make sure that you can still dunk. <laughs> yeah, we need to. We need to posterize. Dude, we need to get you to posterize me or Rob. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. So, dunk right so, over us. so you versus every other tight end in the locker room currently, who would win in a basketball game? And why is it JT? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I don't. 
Uh, dude, can JT It's probably Jaleel. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, it's probably Jaleel or Juan. Actually, no, it's definitely Jaleel or Juan. JT, shots fired. JT listens to the podcast, so. <laughs> well, no disrespect <laughs> to my boy JT. But Jaleel, Jaleel, apparently, well, from what I've heard, Jaleel and Juan are just freaks. Nice. Man, that's oh, like, like they can just, like, that, what's that, like, that Chappelle skit? Where he's just like floating in the air. (laughs) Prince, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Are you into, do you like comedy or comedians or Um, what kind of media? What kind of media do you consume whenever you're trying to, to tune out? I don't even really know. I just go through Twitter and Instagram. I don't really have like a real like outlet to just that I always just go into. I mean, I guess you're not, you don't like anime. No, I'm actually I'm not like that. A lot of dudes on the team are like that, though. I mean, I made the mistake of asking if there's if there's more than one type of anime. Um, I don't know the answer to this. I don't. I didn't know. I truly didn't know the answer to that. But I mean, apparently, what's your favorite movie of all time? Then I gotta go with Step Brothers. It's always a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. I'm I'm big. I'm big into Step Brothers. I love. Yeah, I mean, that was that was that was probably the. I'll never forget watching that movie in theaters, and that was the hardest I've ever laughed in my entire life. I was just fucking crying the entire yeah, time. So I remember I somebody like signed up. Movie. So I remember somebody signed up for the burn ends, and because you have to have an account on Surly to sign up for burn ends, and it's somebody who doesn't post, but they just made an account just to subscribe, and their uh, their handle is Catalina Wine Mixer. <laughs> <laughs> When you were telling that just now, I, th- I was either going to say Nighthawk or what was the yeah, other one? Dragon. dragon. Yeah, yeah, Dragon. dragon and Nighthawk. <laughs> you got to call me Dragon. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so hard of that. I fell off my dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Stop <Such> crying. <laughs> so uh, you said uh, Twitter and Instagram. What's, uh, what's your take on this whole Elon Musk Twitter attempted takeover? Would you leave the platform if Elon Musk bought it? No, I mean, I, as long as it didn't really change. I mean, I'm probably going to log out of Twitter for the season anyway, I'm thinking. I mean, it's not even – I'd say my two main social medias are Snapchat and it for sure. Oh, you got to get that Snapchat. Are you yeah. single? Yeah, I am. Oh, Man. there you go. There <laughs> it is. See, we're only on OnlyFans. We're on Surly Horns and <laughs> I should be on OnlyFans. Yeah. That's uh, how do y'all think we came up with this fucking burn ends money? Are you kidding me? I've been selling <laughs> since July first last year. God damn it! <laughs> right, Blake, if you're listening, not your dad, the, the other guy. Clients, we we do not actually use sex money to pay nil deals. <laughs> well, some of us might, <laughs> but it's a personal contribution. It's okay. <laughs> and Blake Helm, if you're listening, thank you for all that you've done for Burnends. He's also helped uh, coordinate a lot of you guys. So uh, oh, thank your thank your father for that, as well as he loves mezcal. So we know that. <laughs> he loves what mezcal? <laughs> oh. Tequila-ish, whatever. It's like kind of tequila. He's so trying to eat the worm. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So, do you live? Do you live by yourself, or are you? Uh, are you still in in campus student housing, or did yeah. you move out, or how's I've that? Been here, I've been here for a year, and I don't even know. I like, I moved in here last January, January twenty twenty one, and I'm still in here. Next week is my last week, though. So, oh, you're you're out of the dorm as as next week. Yeah, you get stuff, a house or, or or an apartment. Yeah, no, we got a house. So I'm living with uh, Charles Wright, Michael Taft. 
Cole Lord and Marshall pretty close. So now everybody knows where the hoes are at. So because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried about you, man. I like I know you got the burn ends and IL cash, but it looks like you're in section eight housing, and I was a little worried. So yeah, I mean <laughs> where uh, sorry, is it gonna be in West Campus or North Campus? Yeah, it's like northwest. Uh okay. like 30. Nice. Oh, that'll be fun. That's yeah. a, that's a good time. Yeah. Living off campus in, in that West Campus area is it's a lot of fun. They're gonna make know, you cut down on more carbs. So yeah, seriously. <laughs> it does suck though because our lease our lease starts like I don't even I don't even know when we're supposed to like when we're able to move in. Um I know Hayden is also moving off. He got like an Airbnb, so I might just stay in there for like a couple of days, but it sucks. Is there I'm, a will you have to do, do most of the guys commute to campus anyway? Or were you yeah. like walking to class and 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 walk into everything? Yeah. Uh, or were you parking? No, I have, I have like a scooter for when I get really lazy and I just don't want to walk like to the facility. But um, you know, I usually just get up and walk out the back door of the the dorms, and I mean, I'm right on the doorstep of the facility. So, I but mean, they give you a parking pass and everything with the being a no, student athlete. No, no, we gotta we gotta buy our own. Oh God! Oh, it's horrible. Parking. <laughs> But at least do they put y'all all together? Like, can you park at the stadium? Or do they no. just give you random ass fucking lot on campus? No, like you go in and you got to try to find your own pass. And if you don't, you're screwed. Oh, uh, so they're going to put you out by uh, the, the baseball fields. You're going to have to walk. Oh, yeah, that's that's 35. what happened. Like Juan, Juan <laughs> parked out by the baseball. Like he parked all the way out in that, that garage. I know a lot of guys on the team that had to do that. But, like, these dudes, they'll come in and they'll park, like, outside the facility at, like, 6-something a.m. and they'll get flamed with tickets. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't give me shit. I mean, shit. They're, it's probably, their whole stipend's probably gone. Just on Bijans or Lambo just fucking parked in a handicapped spot, like, four rows deep. Like. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've walked out and seen Bijans Lambo outside with a ticket on it once or twice before. Oh, man. That is too fucking funny. And what? A, that's so funny. No one's immune. I'm just figuring uh, Quinn Ewers just parking on like the 50 yard line with the dip in. Just (laughs) (laughs) God damn, dude. I would pay money to see a fucking boot on on Xavier's uh, new Corvette. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Seriously, I've seen um, I've seen a boot on someone's luxury. They they used to boot the shit out of people on campus. Yeah, like all the time. Yeah. That's great. All right. Well, thanks for spending time with us and letting everybody get to know you. Uh, we look forward to seeing you at the Burn Ends dinner and um, having you on for the Ask Me Anything, and, you know, later in the week and whatever. Um, so thanks for, for coming on and hook up. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Hook brother. Later.